my beautiful friends and family. Thank you for joining me here at Honor All Life Podcast. Friday, live at 5. We are close to ending this podcast season. And this week's episode, I want to honor all of our beautiful loved ones that have gone on before us. In love, respect, and appreciation, this episode is titled, There Are Never No Goodbyes. So I honor you, my relatives, those that are here through this time, standing strong together. We are all in this together. So I'm going to start this episode with the prayer song on my flute in appreciation and love of our dear loved ones that have traveled across the Milky Way. Thank you for joining me here again. I honor all life podcasts. I'm very happy that you are here to join me. My name is Dan and Ampkin. <clears throat> I'm here in north central Washington on the Colville Indian Reservation. But my friends, they extend all over this world. So those of you that can chime in with us this week, I am very grateful. This is like episode number seven of this Honor All Life podcast. So if you've been following us along, that you realize we've been hitting some pretty heavy topics. Each and every week, we've covered some pretty tough topics. But I think these topics are very good to help enlighten Many people out there who may not understand or may have a misconception of our indigenous culture. Me, as an educator, this is one of my things I hope to do to encourage understanding of the wealth that our people hold true and dear to our spirits, our spouse, our hearts, our connection to the land which is through our culture, our medicines, our animals, our chaptilch, which is our creation stories, our songs, our ceremonies, such as the sweat lodge from here, and our winter dance ceremonies, our chaptilch. But no matter where you travel, all the tribes have their ceremonies. They have their teachings. 
they have their own unique connection to the lands that they live. So I am simply sharing to you my own perspective, my own thoughts, and uh, my own history. Things can differ from tribe to tribe, even from family to family. Um, genocide, Western expansion, has been very hard on our people in many ways. And there's been complete societies, complete villages, tribes, families, languages that have been wiped out through the diseases and through the violence that has taken place upon Turtle Island with the colonization of this land that we live on. And so, doing so, these are the truths, these are the teachings that we share to inspire our youth and those that are struggling through the forced assimilation so that you know they can be inspired to regain their own strength and their own culture and their own identity of the beautiful lands that they reside here on Turtle Island. So today I speak from my heart once again and um, one of the topics that I want to, to share today is there are never any goodbyes. And this is a teaching that I <clears throat> was shared to me long ago from our elders who have traveled on. And this is one of the things that have helped me. And so I want to share this with you because this could very well be my last podcast for this season, my last podcast for a while. And I know right now so many of our dear friends are struggling, you know, with grief and loss. And uh, I want to recognize you and uh, uplift you and just share some support with you and, you know, my love for you. And the only way I could do this is sharing these few words that I hope can help you through your day. Like many of you, I've lost someone who's been very dear to my heart and my spirit. The one person in this world, um, you know, that meant the most to me. And uh, not only that, I've lost numerous friends um, that are no longer here. And community members and relatives that uh, we've lost through this last year. As well as many of our dear friends that we've lost even longer than that, that many of us are still recuperating and struggling with. And um, with the COVID pandemic, I don't think there's any community now that has been, you know, safe. Any family that's probably left safe anymore. 
from you know the half million deaths that have occurred thus far. So we all know somebody or have been affected in some way. So we pray for that and we continue to pray for that. We hear on the Kalba Indian Reservation where I'm from, we have sweats every week. And I'm honored to sweat with some elders. And this is our continual prayer is for our people who are struggling at this time. As well as I go out for jogs. And during my jogs where I'm really hurting and suffering to breathe, that's the time I just really, really pray really for all of you as well as in the mornings that the sun when is it begins to rise behind these beautiful mountains or when we go up into the mountains and and pray or go to the creeks you know i always continue my prayers for people during this time so <clears throat> with that my friends and relatives i, I just want to give a quick shout out to my dear friend Tuanish down there, Hele Hele Tuanish, one of my dearest and most beautiful friends that I've known for such a long time, and I know she's going through a great deal of pain and hardship right now, losing her dad, and um, he was a good man, and I remembered remembered him in in our conversations and in our walks and our travels together and his humor and his love for his family, and I'm so grateful that he leaves a great legacy in his uh, granddaughter that will carry on a good spirit and good memory of somebody she loves so dearly. I also, this week, I had a dream of my dear brother who left me a few years ago, and um, my my dear family down there in Fort, Fort Hall, I said my prayers to Roseanne and the girls and um, you know with these dreams I, I feel it's a blessing in a way you know that uh, there's we realize there's that deeper spiritual connection and every now and then we have those dreams or one of our families or friends have these dreams and we realize that there's a deeper spiritual connection out there. And I know many people wonder about those things, you know, how we see um, these spirits, these ones that have gone on or those who are preparing to go on into our dreams. And this is one of the things I want to talk about. And these are the things that... Um, for some people, they, they may not understand this sort of thinking. But there is a world beyond this world. These are just one of the teachings that I've been told through my elders. As well as there was a world before this world. In our own ego, in our own, um, I guess you'd say, limited sense of understanding. You know, we, we think of the only the here and the now. You know, we think of all of these bills. We think of all of these things that are uh, put in front of us. And that's all we think of. We think of our life is only through our nine to five. 
through our TV, our social media, you know, all of our wants and our wishes. And we often totally disregard a greater connection to to this life that extends way beyond what we see right in front of us with our human eyes. There's a world that was here before this world in our chapter, our creation stories. This is the world that is mentioned, as well as all the indigenous cultures, you know, around and across Turtle Island, all talk and about their creation stories. And that was the world before this world. And that world, in our chapter, we, we call that uh, the animal people who were here, the animal people world. And we are here now, but there is another world yet to come. <clears throat> so this is kind of where we're going to talk about this, this other world. And it's right beyond us. I was uh, working as a community center director before Standing Rock. And while I was working there, we had events from A to Z, you know, from basketball tournaments to MMA to um, huge government um, gatherings, tribal trainings, tutoring classes youth events, wrestling, um, sleepovers, camps, weddings, funerals, memorials, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things that always occurred there was funerals. And during the winter months, we had a spike in funerals. So this is my purpose of, uh, creating this Honor All Life podcast was to help people through these winter months because through my own observations, I've seen that during the winters, that's when depression really um, also rose as well as addictions, um, as well as all the things that occurred from that point on, such as auto accidents, domestic violence, assaults, and um, we lost a lot of people during the winter through alcohol, through addiction, through drugs, through violence, and we continue to lose our people to this day. It is a very, very hard time of year, a time where it's darker, and a time where we isolate. And even with the COVID, isolation just increases that hardship, social distancing, and losing jobs, and there's so many fears and confusion, creates havoc, you know, amongst our people. And unfortunately, you know, we've lost many good people through this time. So I dedicate this episode to all of those that have gone on. So this was the point of creating this podcast was to help those that might need a little bit of support. And the reason I do it alive at five 
on Fridays is being a former addict myself. I know that weekends especially were very, very hard and challenging for me. And there are times that I wished I had some good words, you know, that maybe inspired me. Um, you know, when I got off work, especially Friday, and headed right to the bar. So, my friends and relatives, just a little personal explanation about that. But also my personal care of this matter. And uh, the things that I've learned working at that community center. Some of the things I've seen people uh, go through. The challenges of grief and loss. And some of the things that we've done culturally to help us through this pain. Um, because many times we carry a great burden upon ourselves, our homes, and our families. That with these memories of these loved ones. That many times it creates barriers for us to move on in life. Because we've never um, encountered these uh, obst obstacles, um, you know, that they call the five stages of grief and loss. You know, personally, I never ever looked even into those five stages, um, what they, they meant. So first of all, you know, if you want to uh, take a moment to Google that really quick and you know try to see what some of those stages are you know like the, the bargaining you know uh, the anger <clears throat> just the, your depression all these hardships that you know will tangle our mind up in so many ways you know these are the the, the challenges these are the issues that we, we all will endure at some level. And uh, we will all cope with it at different ways and different levels. And, uh, and I know that myself, I, I also went through that. And I didn't realize it. I didn't realize that it affected me in so many different ways. Um... Like many of you have maybe seen that I went to Standing Rock. And when I came back, I was uh, pretty hard. You know, hard, hardcore. And <laughs> I remember just a few months ago, I was just telling somebody, somebody somewhere. Like, I'm not a man that cries. You know, I don't cry. And I haven't cried you know, in so many years. And when I lost my boy, Pusaya, in October, holy cow, you know, I cried, cried so hard, and my heart just broke. I meant the one loss out of this whole world that meant the most to me. You know, when you spend 10 years with uh, somebody or something who loves you unconditionally, and just uh, there with you through thick and thin, right next to your side, through the hardest moments of your life and the times that uh, you struggle in loneliness and uh, times that you don't ever feel you are good enough for anybody or anything. 
that you always have your special friend that's with you, that just loves you <laughs> no matter what and just um, is always there. You know, that's security. And <clears throat> to lose that in your life, you know, really, really was a very, very hard ship of pain. And my heart still hurts. And you probably could tell it in my voice. Um, but that's just the pain. And I know people are dealing with things on many levels. And losing a lot of our dear friends and loved ones. You know, certainly we hurt in so many ways. Through the denial. And the isolation. The anger. The bargaining. The depression. And the acceptance. And all of those levels. They're not going to come in one certain fashion. One certain way. Some of them. Some people I see are stuck. And some of those uh, levels, and, and they're stuck for years and years and years, such as denial. You know, they are stuck in denial for a long time. And like anything, um, if you don't deal with it, you know, these things can cause um, hardships to your body your mind, your spirit, and your enjoyment in life, but also to not have to feel you have to rush it, you know, like one of my relatives told me, well, you, you should only mourn for one year and one day. I don't know where that came from, but in our culture, that is not something I've ever understood to be true. Because some people may grieve for the rest of their lives. And they're perfectly fine to do so. You know. That's that's all upon how you feel in your heart. But to me what helped me was to understand. You know that there is a, a so called five stages of grief and loss. Prior. Because I had all these feelings and emotions. And I didn't know what they were going about, what, what they were doing. And I read into it a little bit more and, and helped me to identify at least what I was thinking and what I was going through and um, how, to, how I chose to combat that, you know. And that was what I did. And uh, I used my plant medicines. We went to actual sites that we held so dearly and that held so many memories. Uh, the location where I lost my boy and all sort of things that I, I've done, you know, to address it personally um, was very hard. You know, the pictures, the videos, the memor memories, the commemorization, all these different things that I've done and, and still continue to do and I find strength through that. Those of you who know me well know I'm a powwow dancer and a singer and I haven't even been able to dance for these last few months and it just only recently within this last 
week and a half to two weeks that I've been able to just dance again and um, to pick up the drum and try to sing. So myself, I'm still going through these things, but it's through the medicines, it's through the culture, it's through our ceremonies, it's through learning to sleep good, try to sleep well. It's um, through trying to find enjoyment, things that make you happy, you know, and, and my father, he told me something really good, some good medicine from our ancestors, and um, that really made a lot of sense to me. And uh, one of the things he, he did was, you know, he pointed to his heart and to his mind, his head. And he says, you know, many times, this was told to him by his uncle, who happened to be alive in the 1800s. So this is some old knowledge that was passed down to my dad through a, a cultural uh, bearer of our, you know, our tribal legends, medicines, and culture. And that was um, his uncle Alexander, who told him that, um, and I'll try my best uh, to memorize the words, but he said when we lose these loved ones, we yearn for them in our minds. We yearn for them in our memories, and he points to his head up here, that we long for these people. We have these memories. We have these tears up here. We have all of these, the sadness that that's up here for our loved ones that, that we thank them. And we continually cry and miss them. And this is where many of our hardships come from. And he points at his heart and uh, his my uh, dad's uncle, Alexander, said, In your heart resides Kulinchutin. That's creator in our language. Your creator resides there. And each heartbeat is numbered, he says. So we all, meaning we all have a certain amount of time that's already destined for us to be here. Creator, he says, resides in our heart. That love that's in each beat of our heart is that promise from Creator, Kulinchutin. And though we miss our loved ones in our minds, in our heart, that truth is there, that love from the Creator. And one day, when we realize that love from that person that came into our lives, that one that we are missing so much is right here in our hearts. The Kulinchutin, the Creator. And we realize and understand through our culture, through our teachings, if we live a good life in belief and trust in Kulinchutin, Creator, and all that He's provided for us, the nature, the environment, the animals. We walk in a good way with all of these beautiful gifts, these beautiful teachers, and in this beautiful walk of life that one day we will again meet 
our ancestors who are with Kulichutin Creator. So in this way, it's inspiring to know that as he touches his heart, that's our trust, that's our belief, that we will again see our ancestors. We will cross that Milky Way. We will go into the stars and we will once again be there with those that we love, those that have traveled on. And once more, we will enjoy that spirit, that walk, that journey together. So there are never no goodbyes because we will see each other again. In our language, we say, why peace naksiltit? Later, I will see you again. So, I hope this can bring some sort of comfort to your heart and to your spirit. And to know that that's a belief and a trust. Just like our heartbeat. And just like all the gifts that Creator has given to us in our life. That these are the promise with every single heartbeat. And with this heartbeat today, we share our moments together to express our love and our acceptance through everything that comes here. Because things have already been prescribed from the Creator above. And we are grateful each and every morning to wake up, to see the sun rise, and to know we are here for another day. And with this day, what can we do? Creator, give me some guidance and show me the way. What can I do today to help my relatives, help my people, help our future generation so they will understand our culture is here. We come from a very beautiful and loving culture. And this culture is not just inclusive of the human race. It's just not inclusive of our tribe. It's just not inclusive of people who are in our home. Our culture is connected to all life. Just like our sweat lodge teaches us in its construction that it was made. And so many teachings like the medicine wheel and so many things that remind us and teach us and share those teachings with us from long ago that these animals, the plants, the roots and the berries, the fish, those that fly up here in the sky, those are our ancestors. They, we come from them. And if you want to our last episode, I tell you that story. We tell you the story about the stars and our connection to the stars that modern science just now understanding things our ancestors knew long ago because we had a direct communication with our chaptil, with our tamik. And that's what I hope to share with our youth and our people of today to never forget those things. And once we realize those things, then we become stronger in our spirit, to know that we are never alone. So you are never alone, my friends, my relatives. And this week, I'm thankful to 
be with you once again. I usually talk for about half an hour and uh, share a song with you. So in closing, I'm going to share a song, a memorial song, and to honor those lives that have traveled on and those that we will see once again. I want to also give a shout out to Rachel Ingstrom. I posted her link on my comments here on my Facebook. But if you go to Amazon, she has a book called Wife, Widow, Now What? And in there, there's some resources. And this talks about uh, those that we've lost to cancer and um, those that are struggling um, with that loss. So my relatives, I thank you for joining me and please subscribe. Please leave some comments. I know you're out there. I would love to share some future podcasts, but, you know, people are kind of getting back to being busy again now and not really into this podcast. And um, I could save my next episodes until next winter. Um, so let me know what you think, friends and relatives. I'd really like to hear from you and um, let me know if uh, anything uh, lit up in your heart today in a good way. So I do this with prayer. I do this with humility and I do this with love for you. And I thank you very much for being with me once again this week. So please listen to this song and with the prayer. And we'll think of our loved ones and send them in a good way. Aho, my relatives. Lemnet, wipe, kiss, All my relations. I love you. I will always love you. Hey, 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 hey,